This is Hi. Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre, and this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing, colossal obsessions, and we're mourning the death of Raybon. <laughs> yes. At least, he uh, looks good to me. I'll, yes. have, I'll have no obsessions myself here. So I brought you guys a treat. Okay. Something I was going through old we'll boxes. We'll be the judge of that. Yeah. A, a treat would be if you stayed home. Yeah. That would yeah. be a treat. Well, second to that. We had yeah. a literal treat. Yeah. Sitting I, in that chair. That's right. Treat Williams. That's right. So I have a valise here that was delivered in a Brinks truck to the studio. A, a valise? A valise. Well, I like the term valise. What are you, Franklin Pangborn? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have a valise. A valise. <laughs> Go ahead. How many guests bring a valise? Not too many. Yeah. Here we go. You ready? Oh. 1961, the first Look at that. Batman annual. What, where Jeez. did you find that? I found it, it was in a box that I, when I cleaned out my parents' house. That's impressive. Years ago, and I finally opened the box. So take a look if you That's want. That's impressive. That's scary. 1961. Paul went, and Paul went through remember his, his this trunk. One? Lois, Lois Lane, Lane had Lois her own Lane man. had her own comic book. She yeah. sure did. I remember that checkerboard pattern across the top of the uh, of the comics. And, and on one, the, I think on the one you have, Frank. I, I wonder how many uh, little boys jerked off to this picture. <laughs> well, we know Lois you Lane. did. Yeah, I did. Sir. <laughs> and his Justice League of America. Let yeah, me this see is that Justice League comic, Justice my friend. League. That is it. Now well, in that's that a uh, classic. Hand me back the uh, the giant oh, Batman annual. This is great. This this is in good shape. This Justice League. I know these are worth thousands of dollars. Yeah, I'm this has sure. got to be. I'm going to open up, and I know it's probably written by the great Gardner Fox. Let me see if I can find his name. Oh my God! Test your talent. Look at to that. Draw. Test your talent. It's like draw Binky. Oh my God! I don't even I see any writer credits. So here, here can I read you a little page. something from yes. the intro to this? Uh, let's see. What if Batman forgot all his great talents? It seems incredible, but it happens when his mind blanks out, and Robin has to teach him how to be the Batman. Wow. Oh. How about that? Wow. Jeez. Look at this Justice League comic from 1961. This is Justice League number five. Wow. Look at the, look at the price. Ten cents. Back when a comic book was ten cents. I suggest right? you take this home, put it in a Mylar bag, and have it appraised. You think so? Yeah, because it's probably worth a couple of hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around with it loose in a valise. That's why I had it delete. Yeah, it's Justice League number five, pal. Oh, in, in a valise. What, what are you doing? Oh. <laughs> Actually, it's not worth anything at all. Let me take it home. Yes. Let me borrow it. Let me borrow that sucker. So that was my that was my treat. What do you think? Not bad. <laughs> I would protect those. Go go online and look for, and find a comic buyer's see guide and see what those them. what yeah. those puppies are worth. Not not bad. Or go on that <laughs> porn t- pawn TV show. What, the yeah. Pawn Stars? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll rob them blind. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll <laughs> say, oh, this is worth about 12 cents. Yeah. You have any housekeeping, Gil, that you uh, want to open yes, this mini yes. episode with? We had those guests on 
who watched the dog perform cunnilingus on Jacqueline Bisson. <laughs> Tom Johnson and David Fantle. Even if that's not quite what happened. Yes, that's yes, their name. Yes, they did. And it was, it was a Rottweiler with one of those really giant tongues. Are you sure? And yes, and Jacqueline Bisson held up a little doggy treat and rang a bell. No and shit. And the dog went down on her. Oh, wow. Just <laughs> waved a liver snap. Yeah. That's all yeah. it took. So, I'll keep so that in mind. Somebody, what, what's his name? Uh, Mark Arnold. Mark Arnold. Who is a, a podcast listener. Made up a photo of Jacqueline Bissett with a bunch of dogs around <laughs> Did her. Did I send it to you, Paul? I don't I'll think I saw that one. Yeah. And I already thought it was funny. And then I look in the corner and there's a picture of me and a dog out there. <laughs> <laughs> Very clever, Mark Arnold. <laughs> so, yeah, that made me laugh. I, I want to mention something. We did our first episode back after summer break was a trivia call-in show with our pal Rupert Holmes. Yes. And I announced at the top of that episode that the best caller, the best question of the night was going to uh, be awarded a prize. And then we ended the show. <laughs> we, were run- <laughs> we were running so long on time to get the hell out of there. And uh, we we basically uh, wrapped the show. So I went back and I listened to it. And the first question of the night was the question that impressed us the most. You remember what it was? Ooh. It was who was in the next room Having a uh, having an angioplasty yes, yes. when Frank Sinatra was was passing away, the the question was asked by Andrew Lapasha. I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. So he is the winner. So Andrew, if you're listening to this, uh, private message us, PM us on Facebook or me, and send us your address, and we will send you the prize. So you yeah, are the winner for the best question. Frank Sinatra was was dying in one room. Cedar Sinai, I think. And 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 in the other room. Dana Carvey that was, was having an- open oh my heart God, surgery. Yeah. That was the answer to the question. Wow. Yeah. So who was the celebrity in the right. in the next uh, right. in the next room? We didn't v- verify any of that, but it's, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was well, a hell of a trivia question. Yeah. So and in a in an extra room, a dog was eating out Jacqueline. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, he was, and dressed, and he was dressed in medical garb, so yes. it's okay. <laughs> And the doctor said, hey, the hell with Frank Sinatra and Dana Carvey. There's a dog going down <laughs> on Jacqueline Bishop. I will not be sending this Isn't episode I- to Jacqueline Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> As, as an incentive to lure her yeah, to do the right. show. She's probably listening going, I'll have to do this show. <laughs> <laughs> we cross people out every time Gilbert tells an anecdote. Right. Uh, we're doing something different. We haven't listened to, uh, we haven't done a listener mail episode in a long time. We did a trivia night, which was great. People got to, to talk to us and we got to hear their voices. Um, there, is a, uh, there is a Facebook group that we have never heard from, and that is called the Amazing Colossal Progressive Listening Society. The Scandinavian one. Well, no. Isn't it? No. Not that one. (laughs) I thought that was that one. That one's unmentionable. (laughs) This is uh, the people who uh, insisted on talking politics on on the regular listening society right uh, uh they, they splintered off well they they were they were they were sort of violating the rules of that page yeah, which right. was no politics right so they formed their own page yeah. where you could talk politics as well as podcasting and the guy that started alan bernard said to me well you never you never ask questions from our group so it's 2000 or so people right. in that group and i thought for 
we'll give them equal representation. Right. Isn't it mostly well, the same people, but they can just curse? And, it's some and of the same <laughs> people, but I think I think there's some new people and names that I didn't recognize. So. But they, they recognize Gilbert's deep devotion to politics. Yes, and yes. There's no more political comedian than Gilbert Gottfried, who's still doing Adlai Stevenson yes. jokes. I'm like Mozart. You really are. Yes. You really are. And Will Durst combined. So we're gonna we're gonna hear from the uh, the progressive listening society, uh, and we have some questions here, and uh, then they can't say that we didn't uh, reach out to them, and that uh, we weren't uh, doing favored nations. They've been saying that all over town. They I have think. been. They've been maligning us. <laughs> and well, of course, Frank's right. A lot of these people are the same people. Laura Pinto. Hey, Frank. Since we all love to hear Gilbert sing, when will you be releasing a greatest Gilbert's hit album? I'm ready. Uh, that's it. <laughs> is the world ready for yes. that? <laughs> there may be a song rights issue. Uh, our pal, the Rabbi David Komarovsky, will Gilbert be hosting a telethon for Munchausen Syndrome by proxy? <laughs> Gilbert? That's my, it, it's my pet cause. I hope, I hope yeah. I'll be brought wheeled out in my <laughs> hospital garb. <laughs> you don't really see telethons much anymore. No. It's sort of a thing of the past. No, it's, it is yeah. funny. Yeah, it's kind of an, an antiquated Gilbert's form of show Munchausen business. Gilbert's Munchausen by proxy... It doesn't quite trip off the tongue. We have to do that. And and Ray Bone is the episode three hundred four. It's a good idea. Remember Jan Murray used to do the the Chabad telethon. Oh yes. Am I saying that correctly? the Chabad, Chabad telethon. telethon. Yeah, I used to love watching. <laughs> that was, was even more lower rent than the, yes. than the MDA telethon. I remember John Voight dancing in a circle of rabbis. <laughs> wow. Should sure you dream that? And I thought, yeah, I thought I must have fallen asleep. Wow. And and this must be. And I thought I had been watching like I don't know MTV or something. And they were trying to be crazy and wild. And then I switched over to that telethon. I thought, <laughs> this is genuinely crazy. <laughs> George Grimwood. Hi, Frank. A couple of questions. I finally got around to seeing It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, and I adored it. And I'm wondering if you or Gil have any recommendations for other movies with vast comedy ensembles. For big casts, never as big as that. No, no. And you're indifferent about that movie. You don't. You you you, you like it okay, but it's really. It it's like I feel like I, think every, I like it more than you do. Everybody should see it, and yeah. there's several great moments, but it is kind of a mess. Yeah, the Great Race. I think this is you know, people are going to come after me for this, but the Great Race has a comedy ensemble. A smaller one. Yeah. But it's Ross Martin and, and Larry Storch and Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon and Natalie Wood and Keenan Wynn and George McGreedy. There's a lot of people in it. And uh, Hal Smith, who was the drunk on the uh, Andy Griffith show. Oh, Otis wow. the drunk. It has a great cast of character actors. And it's kind of like that movie. I like it better. I know people will consider that heresy. Uh, most of those movies with big comedy casts, like Rat Race, which was the Zucker... Oh. Attempt every, to do the every time they've tried scavenger to, hunt. Yeah, every time they tried uh, to do a, a remake of Mad Mad World, it's horrible. No, there have been too <laughs> and many. Good what ones. was the one with the glad bag? That was called. Uh, oh well, our pal uh, Rick uh, Overton was in that one. Yeah, that was uh, called Million Dollar Mystery. Yes, I believe. Those yeah. it, they're so always the worst. Mess. They made a lot of them. There was the yeah. big bus. They, yes, they, they made parodies yes. of Verwin Allen movies that were comedies with big casts, big comedy oh, casts. There, there's a movie similar to Mad Mad World, 
much smaller cast, but that was uh, Who's Minding, Who's minding the, Mint? the Mint? Yeah, yeah. And that's a good one. <laughs> that one's better. It's uh, Milton Berle, uh, Victor Bono. Did Howard Morris direct that? Uh, I I think <laughs> so. Jim Hutton's in that? Oh, and, and Hutton, uh, Gilligan yeah. is in it. Bob Denver. Uh, the Bob Denver. When would, yeah. when would that have been? Oh, 60s. and who was the girl? The hot-looking girl. I can't remember. Then. If only our researcher were present. <laughs> yeah, who is the girl? Uh, was she the And who's wife? mining the mint? Was I don't, she I don't the have the girl. Or Bernie Kovacs? What do you I, got? I don't have the girl, but the motorcycle they drove yeah. in scene five <laughs> uh-huh. was a... It was a Harley. Very good. With a <laughs> okay, up look engine. up who's minding the men. Uh, All right, we'll come back to we'll come back to Raybone. Next now, next year. Was it Dorothy Provine? <laughs> I think it could have been. She was really hot. Uh Brendan Joyce. Okay, guys, better career suicide in the Oh wait, wait. You know who else was in it? <laughs> oh. And we talked to him about it. Uh here. He was a case of an Italian uh no. It was a Jew and an Arab playing Italian brothers. Oh, Gino Conforti. Uh, nope, nope. It was uh, Joey Bishop and uh, what's that? Uh, 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 Jamie Farr. Jamie Farr. Jamie Farr. Jamie Farr and Joey Bishop playing Italian brothers. Why did I think Gino right, was in go. that one? He could have been. Who, was the, who was the uh, female woman? lead? Female or the lead? female. Did somebody say Dorothy Provine? There you go. There You're you already go. too fucking light. I got one right for <laughs> a change. Already, yeah. Jim Hutton, Milton Berle, Walter, Walter Brennan. Yes. Walter Brennan. Yes. Walter Brennan, who hated blacks and Jews. She's, she's also in the great race. Jamie yes. Provine. Jamie Farr, did you mention yeah. him? Yeah. We just, just mentioned it. <laughs> well, I was we looking just, at We just had a 15-minute conversation at how up. Jamie Farr uh, was in the movie. And then after it's over, after a half hour, I was talking about, uh, I found out Jamie Farr was in it. I, I can't do just these shows unless they're about two hours fault. long. Paul, Paul's <laughs> mic is on a 10-minute delay. so he's a- Here's another one. Brendan Joyce, better career suicide, McLean Stevenson or Randy Quaid? Oh, uh, wait. This uh, <laughs> different kinds of career suicides. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> uh, can Gilbert name all the? Now we got trivia again. Henry Kaplan. Can Gilbert name all the actors who've played Inspector Clouseau? I probably not, but of course, Peter Sellers. Yeah. Uh, there was. Uh, Roberto Benini. No, yeah, well, he played, no, he played a different character. Oh, he was like the nephew. Something like that, Oh, yeah. Alan Arkin. Correct. Um, 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 Recently, someone, Tim, someone. Ted Wasp? No, he, no, Ted Wasp he played was an a, American. Steve oh, Martin. that's right. Steve Martin. Oh, that's right. Yes. Holy fuck. Yeah, and if you <laughs> if you want a deep dive, Roger Moore played him in Ted's movie, in The Curse of the Pink Panther. Oh, okay. With an ice bucket on his head, and I still don't understand that. Dale Whiteley, not Roger Moore's best work. Dale Whiteley, does Gilbert have a love for old gangster pictures, and what are his favorites? Yeah, well, I mean, I would watch... Back then, they'd show the old horror movies, and they also showed all the old yeah. Warner Brothers. Yeah, the old Angels with Dirty Faces. Yeah, uh, great one. Roaring, Roaring Twenties is Roaring a great 20s one. Roaring Twenties, terrific. White Heat, that yeah. was later. Yeah, I love the same ones. Uh, Little Caesar. Yes. Uh, Gary Esposito, what was your favorite theater, I think we've covered this, to go see movies in, past and present? 
What? Nobody oh. goes to the, nobody goes to movie theaters anymore, do they? People. It, the funny thing is, is like I think nowadays there's a lot of people going. You know, I heard people used to yeah. go leave their house to see a <laughs> yeah. movie. It's like going to the automat. Yeah. At this point, I've I've talked about mine, the Cross Bay Theater in Queens, where I grew up, where my grandmother thought it was a good while she was babysitting my sister and me thought it was a good uh, idea to take us to see. Mia Farrow in a slasher movie called See No Evil. Uh, where she's a bl- uh, you know this movie? Uh, she's I a blind it. governess. Yes. And I think I was 11. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the hell she even got us in. Oh, Traumatized I, for months. I just remembered a gangster film that was very much like The Godfather. I think it may have been Three Brothers or something. Rocco and his three brothers? Maybe. Rocco and his brothers? Edward G. Robinson. That sounds and, right. And I think, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, um, Richard Conti. That sounds right. Yeah. And I heard Richard Conti's career started because John Garfield saw him in something, and he said, I like that guy. I didn't and know that. Started, Richard yeah. Conti, who was Bazzini. In The Godfather. Yes. Yeah, one of the nemeses. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Jamie Dixon, I recently... And and Richard Conti was in that Twilight Zone episode. Yes, he was. The girl with the cat's eyes. Yes, he was. My other favorite theaters, of course, were the late, late, uh, great Ziegfeld Theater. And the Cinema 150 in Syosset for you Long Islanders. When when I was a kid, I used to go to the... uh, Oh, oh God. Was it Kent in Brooklyn? Not Kent. It's with a K. Holy fuck. Fuck, what am I, the, uh, oh, fuck, what was the name of that What, what, in Coney Island? Uh, Yes, uh, no, no, it was in Crown Heights on Eastern Parkway. Well, he can't look that one up. Holy. <laughs> Maybe you'll not, get it by the not the one they renovated and made into a big new space. Is it the King's Theater? Or? The not King's King. Theater? Yeah. Not yeah. King. Did you watch porn there when they converted it uh, in the 70s? <laughs> what the fuck? I, I know the name right, you'll of get that it. What was the street? What was you'll the get street it by the end. It was, it was on Eastern Parkway. Eastern Parkway. Moving along. Jamie Dixon, I recently watched Lair of the White Worm. Do you know this movie? I know there's a hot-looking English actor. Ken Russell movie. Yes. And I watched Rio Lobo, and it had me thinking about actors with the buggiest eyes. Oh, was uh, what's his name? Jack uh, Elam. It has to be Jack Elam. Uh, Jack Elam, yeah, yes. Rio Lobo. Yes. Yeah. That seems like a logical topic. Yeah, we'll do a mini episode on the actors with the buggiest eyes. David Smolar, Frank, in case you didn't use my trivia questions from the call-in show, uh, here's fun for you guys and no cheating. Uh, trivia for Gilbert, to whom I owe a kugel. He owes you kugel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Three robot characters. I'll give you the characters' names. Uh, Jaime. Uh, get smart. Very good. Yo-Yo. Oh, Yo-Yo and uh, yeah, the Holmes thing and Yo-Yo. with uh, what's his, what's Hol- that Holmes, actor's John name? John Shuck. John Shuck. Right, and Jaime was played by yes. the late Dick Odier, who we tried to get here. And Val, released in 1981. Oh, well, that, of course, 2001. Uh, no, that's Hal. No, that's Hal. Oh, Hal! Yeah, he's saying Val. Hal! Oh, Val! Yeah. 
81. Wow. Bad Robot Movie. Ooh. Starred Bernadette Peters and Andy Kaufman. Oh. It's called Heartbeeps. Oh, yes. Made yes. by our friend Alan Arkush. Rusty Lerner. Did Gilbert have any run-ins with Sandra Bernhard on the stand-up circuit back in the day? I mean, I I, I play same clubs as her. But yeah. Any problems? No. In <laughs> fact, I'm not sure what he means by running. We were both in a horrible uh, movie together. I mean, I had a very, I had a maybe two tiny scenes. That surprises me. But that, yeah. Yeah, but take a look. I couldn't find anything. I got a bunch of pictures of old theaters in Brooklyn. I don't know if one okay. of these is the one. Yeah, you're... we'll make the listeners wait while Gilbert scrolls yeah, through pictures well, me, of yeah. old movie theaters <laughs> yeah. on your phone. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'll keep I hope going, they can Gil. contain their shout, excitement. Shout out if you recognize it. <laughs> okay, you just go on with the show. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Mike Erickson, who, and I can't believe this, uh, I'm stunned and speechless, named his dog after me. His dog is named Frank Santo Padre Erickson because his wife announced, we are not naming the dog after Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> Fra Frank came to mind, and it stuck. Keep up the good work. I, I, I'm blushing. I'm, I don't know what to say. You I, had no idea this no. where this show would take you. I hope you... the dog is paper trained. Well, no, no offense, but I think Raybone is a way cooler name It's a much better a name for a dog. <laughs> Paul Ekstrom, how much do you guys edit out of the episode? Oh, you mean like this one? Are, are we missing anything good? No. No, absolutely not. We, we trim no. a little bit here and there. We should actually have more stuff that we could edit into the episodes. Yeah, it depends on the length of time. It depends on how many hor hor you know horrific things it, Gilbert you has know, said. You know, it might have been the cameo. The cameo? Yeah. Not a K. That's irony. Yeah, or C. <laughs> cameo. You know, I kind of regret the little edits we've made and sometimes we take yeah. out. I wish I had set them. I mean, we still have them all in the original recordings. Yeah. But I wish I had sort of marked each episode's cutouts. So if we ever wanted to like... Oh, what, a director's cut of well, deleted just, scenes? Or an episode of like deleted bits. Yeah. You know? They we weren't could... deleted for a reason, though. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In many cases. Now, wasn't... Could I just uh, make a little plug here? Wasn't Please. that a wonderful piece of research to come up with the Cameo Theater? Uh, yeah, but can you keep quiet for the rest <laughs> of the show, please? Yeah. You redeemed your sh yourself for, for shows 18 through 47. Right. <laughs> uh, we don't edit that much, Paul. Uh, less, less, and less. Um, let's see. Uh, mm, 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 oh well, mm. you know, I once got bleeped on the Howard Stern show, really, which is quite an honor, really. <laughs> yeah, because I remember I I made a joke, and and he he bleeped it. And then he said, I just saved your career right now. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I might have I might have made a few similar edits over the years. Yeah, oh yes, yes. <laughs> I'm sure. A you handful have. of career savers. Let's move on. Alan Bernard, who is the uh, the uh, what do you call it? The moderator of the of the of the page. Cliff Nesteroff. Oh. Yeah. What is he working on? And can he come back again for a mini? Yeah, we'll have Cliff. We have sure. Cliff periodically. He always has great stories. You like to mangle his name? Yes. You like to get upset? No, half. You, you like to get upset when he tells stories like Stu Gilliam attacking oh, someone with an axe? God, yes. And and how uh, Timmy Rogers got beaten up. Yeah, and how uh, Joey Lewis had his tongue pulled out by the mob. Yes. That was a fun episode. No. That was a feel-good show. God, yeah, because his first time he was here, we were laughing, having fun. Then it was... Oh, and how 
Uh, when Walter Brennan heard yep. that Martin yep. Luther King died, he yeah. was dancing. Yeah, just terrible. Yeah, it was like, oh, <laughs> God. It was a dark episode. Yeah. <laughs> but we love Cliff, and he's welcome here anytime. Uh, John Dawson, what did Lorne Michaels say to Gil at the SNL 40th? Oh, you know, this was, I don't think it was the 40th. I think it was the one before it. And he writes what? No, it was the 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 thirty fifth, twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah. He he said he said hello to me, and then I thought, oh, I I wasn't sure you'd be talking to me, and he said, well, well, why? You're a you're a brick on this wall. Very nice. And I thought that was yeah, that was really yeah, nice. Very very nice. Yeah, you and Denitra Vance. Oh my God! <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I wanna you know. When whenever they do a magazine article of the history mm-hmm. of Saturday Night Live, I always go right to the whatever happened to, and make sure my name's not in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't they rank? Didn't didn't Entertainment Weekly or or Us Magazine oh, or something yeah. rank the all time cast members? And oh yeah, you you were you were low ranked, but they complimented you. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, the, hmm, Dale, Whit- Dale, Dale Whiteley again. Since Gilbert and Frank are from big cities, were Westerns big in New York? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You got a I, favorite Western? I, I, rem- <laughs> I remember watching some Western at the Cameo Theater. I think it was Barry Sullivan. Yeah, wow. Was, and and I, 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 of course, went to see it because on the poster, Lon Chaney was in it. Wow, what was the Western? <laughs> I don't know. How about he was, that? Uh, but I'm sure if Rayburn will come up I'm with sure it. Lon, Lon in the Chaney next in the way of the years. <laughs> Lon, well, Lon Chaney had a great scene in High in Noon. High Noon, yeah. yeah. yeah he's he in was, a couple of westerns. He was terrific in that. I, my favorite western is My Darling Clementine, which is a cliched pick. Oh, yeah. But what the hell? And of it's course, a great one. of course, um, the man who shot Liberty. Love Bounds. that one too. Great one. Love that. I love Ride the High Country. I, I love so many of them. Those Anthony Mann westerns are great. Robert Heaps. We all know that Jerry Lewis was famously always nice to Gilbert. What celebrity <laughs> was particularly unpleasant to Gilbert? Yeah. See, I I like using that term with Jerry Lewis. You can go well. He was always nice to me. Exactly. <laughs> you, know, you, and, those... you and Kathleen Freeman. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to answer this question or you want to punt? I'll punt. Okay. I think I know one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I have a million, but it was <laughs> one that I know. You know, they'll have to beat it out of me. Mark knew. Hey Frank, we need to get to the bottom of who actually has the biggest schwantz in the business. Is it Uncle Milty, Forrest Tucker, or Hunts Hall? Well, I, I'm we're saying, splitting hairs there. I'm saying Uncle Milty. You're going with Milty? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he has a part two to his question. Whatever happened to some of the black comics who came along on the heels of Bill Cosby's success? Uh, may, they made an initial splash and then seemed to disappear. Stu Gillum and Scoey Mitchell. Yes, among yes. Scoey's with us. Gino's yeah. been trying to find Scoey Mitchell. Stu Gillum disappeared shortly yeah. after he pulled the axe <laughs> out of his car. And why <laughs> Went berserk. Why would that hurt someone's I don't career? know. It shouldn't have. <laughs> Uh, let me see, let me see. Gilbert, what is your worst experience with a heckler? Do you have a heckler experience that you want to share? Yeah, not anything. Uh, that wasn't Dara, major. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Joseph Rodriguez, now that he's coming back with Dolomite uh, and coming to America too, will you try to get Gilbert's favorite co-star and old pal Eddie Murphy? I don't, has Eddie done a podcast? No, I don't think so. He's yeah, done comedians in cars. Yeah, I, he has. I I th- I think he'd be a reach. Yeah, yeah. You want to call him? Yeah, I, I <laughs> right right after I speak to Mel Brooks. <laughs> you, I'll call but you guys Eddie. were so chummy. Yes, you and Eddie. <laughs> Mel Brooks, I understand. Um, let's see. Uh, Josh Chambers says, fo- following Joseph's query, can you not have Joe Piscopo on the show? <laughs> <laughs> okay, a more legit question. What is the best movie or promotional gimmick you've ever seen? Movie or TV promotional gimmick you've ever seen? A promotional gimmick. Oh, well, that, that was all of those that... The William uh, Castle William stuff. Castle had You know, John Waters released, was it polyester? With a oh, scratch it was the smell. The smell-o-vision? Yeah. The scratch-a-sniff <laughs> card? I went and saw that and got a smell-o-vision card. That was actually fun. Yeah. TV gimmicks. I can't think of too many TV hey, gimmicks. Speaking of black comics and movies. Yes. And now I can't remember his name, Chris something. He would he would do all the Jackie Chan movies. Oh, Chris Tucker. Yeah. Where's he now? I have no idea. I have no idea. Not doing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> for for one. Uh, let me see. Let me see. What else do I have here for you? Mmm. Uh, if there was an amazing colossal book club, whose memoirs would you add to the shelf? Well, you don't read the books. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read any of the Jerry Lewis books? Uh, Did yeah, you read yeah. King of Comedy or what was the name um, of that yeah, thing? Or the, yeah. show, the Sean, Sean Levy book? There or? was one book I started to read uh, that was written by his ex-wife, Patty, Uh-oh. and her sons. And and I I got through I think a quarter of the book and I thought this is just too painful that bad yeah yeah <laughs> wow what are your this is from Martin Bow B O U W how would you pronounce that Bow B O U W I wouldn't pronounce Bow. it at all <laughs> what are your and Gilbert's favorite final episodes of sitcoms oh if a fi- a favorite. I like the Odd Couple final yeah, episode. Yeah, I was just thinking of that. <laughs> I was sweet. just thinking, because uh, he says, uh, you, uh, when he's leaving, Felix goes, I'm going to drop garbage on the floor. And I think he empties He out. empties the waste paper basket as a tribute and, to and, Oscar. And, and Oscar says... And I'm going to clean that up. Right. And then when he walks out, Oscar says, I'm not going to clean that up. <laughs> and Felix comes back and he goes, I knew he wouldn't. It was great business. <laughs> it was a, that was a sweet episode. Yes. And a, and a sweet farewell. Okay, this is from Paul Soar. Is that Soar? Can you read that on the screen, Paul? What's that name above the video? S-A-U-R. Is that Paul Soar? I can't see it. S-A-U-R. Paul Soar. Paul Soar. Okay, he wants to know if Gilbert remembers this, and we actually have a clip. Oh. Quick Sticks, brought to you by Tegrin Shampoo. Them dare say, be funny in 12 seconds. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. I please, no. I please, no. All of you at home, I please, no. Does that ring a bell? Yes. (laughs) Quick Stick for Tegrin. Oh, my God. God, yes, they had a bunch of different comics do those. And and I remember I had some dopey agent at the time who was saying, no, no, don't do that. That's a mistake. And I said, here they are. 
they have me on, they're saying my name, and they're going to pay me uh, a lot of money for it. So why not? <laughs> you know, but I had this agent. Oh, oh, her, her reasoning was, well, what if that comes on when you're doing uh, the when you're doing the Letterman show, because I was, and I said, yeah, I think God came down personally and was blessing my career. <laughs> that I'm on Letterman, and then they break for a commercial, and it's me. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. How many of those did you do? I think. Did they send you free Tegrin? Yeah. <laughs> what was that, shampoo? Do you still have it? It's shampoo. Shampoo, yeah. 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 But that was her reasoning. Don't do it because uh, it might come on when you're doing Letterman. And I, she couldn't answer that. How oh, you can argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do this one last. Uh, this is from Brendan Joyce. Uh, Frank, what is a movie comedy that you like but is generally regarded as a failure or a bomb? Ooh. Gilbert, you can go first. I have too many. Ooh. We've talked about one on this show, 1941. Oh, it's yes. considered a failure. Yes. And I like it. Hmm. Sue me. I Anything? can't think of any offhand. No? Any movies that flopped that you actually like? Um. Well, I mean, I guess Bye Bye Braverman didn't do well. Probably not. There's a lot wrong with it. Sidney Lumet himself even said there was stuff. But it's one of those movies, when it comes on TV, I have to watch Phyllis it. Phyllis Newman died yesterday, and oh. she's in Bye Bye Braverman. Oh, my God. There you go. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a movie called Five Corners. Does anybody know this movie? I've talked about it before. Directed I know the title. By, directed by Tony Bill, who made a more popular movie called My Bodyguard. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it was ja- it was uh, Jodie Foster, Tim Robbins, and John Turturro. I don't know if anybody can find it. Yeah. Written by John Patrick Shanley. Oh, wow. Of Moonstruck fame. And yeah. it's really good. And, uh, and I think The Hudsucker Proxy, too, is another movie that yes. I think the Coen's less, least uh, respected movie that I love. Oh, and they it probably also, didn't do well. There was that other movie, I think, bombed that the Coen brothers did, A Serious Man. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know how much that, I don't know if that was a yeah. failure. Was that the one when he was uh, with, uh, the Richardson. barber? Yeah, no, that's called uh, The Man Who Wasn't There. Man yeah, I like that there. one, too. Yeah. Rich, Richard's in A Serious oh, Man. Oh, yes, so great, yes. He has some great moments in that. And and that guy, uh, Goldman or something like that, he played Edward G. Robinson in Trumbo. Oh, God. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll end on that down note. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anything else you want to add? Anything Raybone wants to add? Well, after you guys leave, I'm going to stay in the studio and research some of the unanswered questions. You really should. <laughs> uh, have that comic book appraised. They, I will. My friend. I want to publish a book called Raybone. The unanswered questions. <laughs> I, I think I can get you the rights for that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tome. <laughs> that'll, that'll be impossible to lift. <laughs> Thank you, Paulie. Okay. Thank you, Gilbert. Thank you, Frank. And this has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsession. Thank you, Andrew Lapasha. Congratulations. Gloria, I'll be with you in, in one moment. Well, buddy, this is it. I wish you a good honeymoon and a great life. Your dinner's in the oven. Turn it off in 20 minutes. Thanks. Oscar, what can I say? Five years ago, you took me in. Broken man on the verge of mental collapse. I leave here a cured human being. I owe it all to you. So 
All yours, buddy. I salute you. Felix, you know how I'm going to salute you? I'm going to clean that up. It has not been in vain. I'm not going to clean it up. I knew we wouldn't clean it up. Just like 